Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So what was it about this business that attracted you? Aside from the fact that it, I could see how it connects a little bit to your finance background, right? The tracking, yeah. the numbers, the whole thing. Like, what was it that you looked at it and you were like, this one, I want this one. Yeah. So some of the reasons I liked it were probably some of the reasons why other people thought it would be boring and, and wasn't attracting because time tracking isn't sexy, right? It's not like a consumer app or it's not like a picture app. It's a technology that tracks time and expense. So might, some people might fall asleep when they start hearing that. But for me, it was like, that's in the payment flow. They, they're getting paid by that. The reason why someone's tracking their time is because they want to get paid. That's the only reason people track their time. And if you're in that flow, your software is really important to that company. So that's what really got me excited. About it. Critical software. Yeah. So I knew like, this was something that a product that they're using every day, they really rely on deeply for their you know, the revenue of their business. So that, that's really what attracted me to the business. Oh, so you said when you came in, you spoke to the founder and you had a presented a three to five year plan and you're in three yeah. and a half and it's going, where was the business when you came in and what were the things you did to yeah. move it? And where were you trying to move it to? Like, what's the journey you're taking it on and what have you done to, to do it? Yeah. Great question. So the business was started in 2008 by a founder. He worked at Google and he had created it as a side business. So he's- Everyone he's, works at Google, sorry, yeah. I know, right? Um, and so what he had done was create a product. He had brought it to market and then he sort of wasn't tending to it for lack of a better term. So he, was, he wasn't investing time or money into the product, it, but it was doing okay, right? It just wasn't growing. It was just sort of- Meaning there's there. a guy, he's a coder. He coded this thing, he put it on the marketplace and was like, okay. Yeah. So he, so he did that until he was looking to sell it. And then what I got him excited about was, Hey, look, you've built something that people like your customers are staying around. Um, so you built something good. It's just, you haven't invested in it in 10 years. So it looks old. <laughs> so I think we should, if we want to get new customers, there's a couple of things I think we should do. One, we need to rebuild the front end of the product. So we re redesigned the front end to make it look like, a product that was built recently as opposed to in 2008 when he originally built it. Um, Super crunchy, sharp edges. Yeah, just, I mean, customers who were used to it were fine, but if a new potential customer hit it, they'd be like this. They would take one like, look at it. And it's like when you go to a website and you're like, this is very 2004, what happened? Yeah, like, right, totally. Still standing. Right, how, somehow Craigslist still works, but it looks like- <laughs> But it looks like very circa yeah. 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, we, we've done that. We've um, We've launched like a new mobile app um, so that, you know, as more and more people. I mean, it was just a website. It was a website. Um, how they did had people the, find it? How did he get his initial customers to begin with? Sure. So it's really, he focused on, uh, at the time, it was primarily QuickBooks Desktop. So QuickBooks has two main products, QuickBooks Desktop, which was a, a desktop software you downloaded on your computer and QuickBooks Online. QuickBooks Desktop at the time had a time tracker in their product and that it, it for whatever reason they like 
abandoned it, QuickBooks abandoned it. So he was, he actually built the product to solve for himself. He was a web developer. He was billing his time to customers and he was trying to get the time into QuickBooks desktop and he couldn't get because the, whatever their products was really bad. Um, so he built minute seven as a response to that. And then how he got his first customers was just, there was a QuickBooks marketplace. So QuickBooks, he integrated minute seven into QuickBooks. There's an app marketplace and people were like, Oh, thank God someone fixed this time tracking problem. Um, and that's how he got his first few customers. I love that. I love it. And to me, that illustrates everything that I teach till I'm blue in the face to everyone, which is when you solve someone's problem, that is your marketing. It's like, oh, and I need advertising, you need this. And I, I teach again and again and again in my soapbox. I'm like, it's not about the logo and it's not about the ad. It's about solving someone's problem. And then, yeah, you can add all those cute, pretty things and they, they add a level, but your business will work if you just solve people's problems. And this is just another proof of that. You make an app, you just stick it in the place where the people who need it might look for it. They find it, they're like, yes. Right, and right. you've got lifetime customers and they keep paying you. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, to his credit, he really nailed it out of the gate. I mean, we still have customers that signed up in 2008 um, with us. So he, he, um, he really nailed it uh, in terms of product market fit right, right out of the gate. I love it. So you rebuilt the front end, redesigned it, made a new mobile app for people. Yeah. Um, and now we're, we're in like that second sort of half of the plan, which is we've started um, doing more marketing. So we hadn't, uh, historically, there really hadn't been any marketing, SD. Um, right. You, just, you put it where people might look for it. They found yeah. it. So now we're, this year specifically, we've started running a bunch of tests in various marketing channels. So we're we're trying a bunch of different things, starting to find a couple things that work and then doubling down on those things. Um, so we're doing that. And then when we started doing outbound sales, which is something we had never done before either. Um, so we're trying, you know, we've really got it over the last couple of years. I feel like I have a really good understanding of who our customer is and who, like if we're going to do an outbound campaign because our product's relatively low cost, it's, that's a barrier typically to outbound sales because the amount you have to pay someone to make yeah, those calls is greater than so the, low, which means you're paying a, a high base salary and it doesn't. Right. So um, we have to be really good about getting a quality list of people that we're reaching out to. Like they have to be very well matched to our product. You're doing phone so sales. Yeah. So, so we've, um, we've, I think, you know, there's a couple industries that we do really well in. One, one I mentioned was engineering services. They tend to be uh, a little bit larger in terms, so we charge a per user fee. Um, so if you have one user, we charge $8 a month. If you have 10 users, we charge $80 a month. So, um, you know, it's, when, if we're doing outbound sales, we need to be focused on those medium larger to large b businesses for, for it to make sense. Um, and focus on the industries that tend, tend to have those businesses. And where do you um, so get that, lists from? Like, I always like to ask the question my listeners were probably asking, like, where do I get a list of people from? So are you, are you list buying? Like, what no, I, try, I did try list buying. That did not work. Um, I don't know anyone, by the way, who's ever bought a list. I'd be like, oh my God, I bought a list and it was so great. Yeah. Like, I've never heard anyone tell me that in all my yeah, years. Yeah, I feel like there's just like garbage lists that float around to different yeah. things. I bought this um, list of names and I closed like half the deals. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going to do that again. No one has ever said that to me. Yeah. It's a bit of like, I mean, 
so for example, like engineering, like LinkedIn has a lot of good data by industry. So you can look at LinkedIn sales navigator. Um, you can filter for industry and, and our, our decision makers, usually the finance person at an engineering services firm. Um, so you can get information that way. There's also just like weird websites that like within engineering services, like there's like surveying, like if you're just a surveyor within engineering, there's like all these associations associated with surveying. Um, so if you go to like Illinois survey association, you can find companies and then from there you can Drill do down research. Um, so it's, it, it's, I don't know, there's no real hacks to it. It's just a bit of uh, research and manual work. And you, know, you end up, if you know what, if you know who your customer is, again, you can get a good fit, but it, I haven't found a, a quick way to get that information that other than sense. research. And there, there probably isn't. Yeah. Um, so what other things are you doing? So you're doing outbound phone sales. Yep. Uh, we're doing online marketing. We, we also have spent a lot of time um, working with our customers to help have them help us uh, promote the product. So there's a couple of software marketplaces. So the one's called G2. There's another one called Captera. Um, there's one called getapp.com. Um, in the QuickBook, the ecosystem for QuickBooks has really grown. So there's, there's uh, reviews there. So we spent a lot of time and resources getting our, talking to our customers and getting them to, to uh, write reviews about us on those, um, those various channels and those generate leads for us as well. Um, and it also, I don't know, it's just good for us to talk to our customers. So there's some byproduct of that, that outside of marketing is good. And did you yeah, do I mean, the accountant angle yet? Yeah, so we do have, um, that's another channel that we haven't gotten to that is on our list. Um, so within, that one is, is potentially good for us. We just haven't cracked it yet. But for I the reasons- I feel like to me, that would be the super easiest one, right? The accountant's the one who the, your customers are, are interfacing with on this topic mm -hmm. and either they're complaining about this issue like by the way you know it's so annoying we can't whatever or yeah. the accountant might just be able to say to them by the way guys i learned recently about this new software you know um this might be something that'll worth be worthwhile for your company yeah so i mean so to be clear we do have some already that do that for us it's just how do we do that like strategically at scale that that we're trying to crack like we have well, then the same you have a new avatar right so that's part of what i teach yeah. avatar is your customer yeah. right so your customer is the same but now you've got a middleman in so the yeah. same way you figure out what value you provide to your end user you say what value did i provide to my middleman right right and that's so economics sometimes it's financial yeah. kickback sometimes it's just the ability to help but it's what communication does my middleman need in order to pass this information along. What is the benefit that they seek that I can provide to them to get what I want? Yeah, no, you're, you're right. That's what we need to figure out how to do. I think one is getting uh, similar to how we need a quality list of like outbound sales for engineering services. We need to build a quality list of accountants and CPAs. And then- The list so much is, is learning where they are and getting in front of them. But to do it at scale, we would need a list. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I we agree. know. To me, a list is, is piecemeal. At scale is to find the aggregate places, being a guest on accounting podcasts, specifically. Sure. Yeah. Right? Being, getting a feature in an accounting industry publication, speaking mm -hmm. for an association and for public accountants in whatever city you want. That's scale. 
calling one person at a time, not scale. No, no. What I'm saying is what you're saying connects, which is we need to get the messaging right and the economics right. Like what are the things that we need to give an accountant to tell their customers about us? And we haven't, that's something we're working on that we haven't rolled out yet. Um, But when we do get that messaging right, then it's like, how do we reach once we feel like we've connected to the, the accountant, like they have the tools, either they have the economics and the messaging to pass it to their customers, then it's how do we get in front of as many accountants as possible. Um, so I don't think we have the economics quite worked out yet. I think um, those are things that we're working on. Account, some accountants want different economics. Um, it's definitely part of the conversation for them to make a referral. They do generally like to have an economic incentive to do so. Um, and then it's, you know, what, how do we make it easy for them to communicate the value of minute seven to their customer? Um, Cause oftentimes we're helping them. We're actually helping the accountant because they're the ones that are having to manually type in timesheets into QuickBooks. Um, but that doesn't necessarily connect to the end user. Cause they're like, well, it's actually helping you, not me. <laughs> um, right. So that can get a little complicated, but, I think it will be a, a good channel for us. And it's something that, that we're going to crack. Yeah, and by the way, as a ninja hack, sometimes it can be double layered. So let's say you decided you wanted to go that route and you were doing presentations to associations. Yeah. yeah. And there's tons of professional associations for accountants yeah. all over. You'd have to think of a presentation that would be beneficial to the accountant, but doesn't have to be about this. Mm-hmm. then they connect to you, they connect to your information and they become aware of your product through that. So it's, it's secondary instead of primary. You're not getting up there. Pre- it's not a sales presentation right. about minute seven. Right. It's a presentation about something that's relevant to them that helps them. Maybe it's about advanced mechanisms and time tracking. Maybe it's about, you know, softwares. Um, what, I don't know yet what it's about yeah, yeah. because, this is not my avatar, so I haven't spent a tremendous amount of time delving into it. But although I, I do get referrals from accountants and bookkeepers um, sure. quite a bit because my clients, right? I do business consulting for micro businesses. They'll talk to the client, to the accountant, like, yeah, I thought it was going to be a better year. And he'll be like, call SD. It'll be a better year yet next year, <laughs> you know? But, but I don't have to give a presentation on here's why it'll be a better year next year if your client calls me. I just have to give a presentation on something that I know that might help them tell them what I do. Right. And then they pass it. And again, the more you can connect it, the better, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be so direct with it. And a lot of people get stuck there. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. All right, cool. Um, I feel like we, we, we covered our current business struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like that's kind of it. Like I want to, I don't even feel like I need to ask the question. Like the current thing is like, you're trying to get out there more. Trying to get yeah, it's to it's all about growth. It's how do how do we get marketing and sales to start taking us like we've we've almost tripled the business since in the last three and a half years. But if we're going to triple it again, then we have to get some of these channels working and really cranking. So well, the question is, what were the main things that tripled in the first three years? Like what of all the things you've done, where did most of the people come from? Um. Well. Some of it's the product itself, I think, that helped us. There's a, it's actually three main things. One, the product changes that we made helped fuel growth because they're like, when people saw it, they would convert at a higher rate. How'd they see it? 
uh, the same channels that we always had. Got so. it. So meaning not changing anything. It was just sitting in the QuickBooks marketplace, but people would trip over it and more people came in because it looked better. Same traffic, but you convert at a higher rate, you get, you get more. Right. The evaluation um, stage. Uh, people were right. dropping off. They would get interested. They'd evaluate, be like, eh, old garbage, move away. Now you solve that. Correct. Um, and then two, we increased the price. So that, that helps with, uh, with more revenue. Um, and then three, some of the marketing stuff that we started like on the customer side started to generate more traffic. So the, you know, getting our customers to talk about us in those various channels of QuickBooks, Marketplace, uh, G2, Captera, GetApp, those, those are all channels that are working for us right now and, and driving growth. It's just how do, you know, we You'd need to be go a really fast. good candidate for not blogging because it'll take too long, but articles, right? Because this is a problem people will actively search for. So they'll go to Google, they'll search for it. You need an article by you to come up. So getting on a popular blog, getting into a, a recognizable periodical or publication and having an article on, you know, how do you solve this problem? When someone looks for that problem, it'll show up. Yeah, no, there's um, certainly a whole SEO strategy there. Yeah, but that's a really simple one, by the way. Like that's, the other ones are all going to be more complicated. So the other ones are all going to be long range and it's not that you can't do it, but by the time you've done it, you'll need to do something else. And getting quality content that directly addresses this problem onto a reputable site that's your shortcut. Yeah. And my, that, I mean, these are all good points. I think we've tried some PR to had some success, but I mean, this podcast so some is, PR probably, is yeah. the same thing as when those random clients hired you for online marketing because you don't know the industry. So mm-hmm. some PR, which is like old school spray and pray, right? They just mm-hmm. send it out the same way you do everything else targeted. This is not different hyper-target where you'd want the information, hyper-target what it should say based on keyword research, put it out there and boom. So you don't need some PR, you need very specific PR. Mm. That, that makes all the difference. Sorry. No. <laughs> like yeah, no, I, <laughs> I like hearing, hearing ideas and feedback. I appreciate it. All right, cool. So let's tell everyone where they can find out more about you in minute seven. Yeah, sure. So um, anyone is welcome to email me any questions. If you're thinking about making the leap into an entrepreneurship, I struggled with it. I'm happy to talk with you. My email address is just mark, M-A-R-C at minute7.com. I'm also on Twitter at at Mark Summy. You can uh, tweet at me if you want or DM me. And then um, minute seven, I'd love anyone who's running a professional services business who tracks their time or expense to check us out. You can just go to minute7.com. That's minute, the number seven.com. Uh, we have a, you know, you can sign up for a demo if you want someone to walk you through the product. We do that. Or if you want a free 30 day trial, uh, we have that as well. So you can try it out. You can connect it to your QuickBooks account. You can invite employees to try it out. And you can do that for free for 30 days at minute7.com. Cool. Love it. So I like to surprise my guests at the end. I didn't warn you about this. I'd like to ask you for a quote. It does not okay. have to be your favorite one of all time, but it can be. But I love quotes, so I put you on the spot. So you give me one. Oh, quote. Like an inspirational quote? Um, it doesn't have to be. Just it could be a line that you think about a lot, a mantra that you repeat to yourself, a driving force, something you heard once that you like. Okay. Um, it's sort of a mantra, I guess, in the back of my head is like, keep going. I like... Um, 
I think like so much of entrepreneurship is like keep going. Like there were moments where as we we're redoing the product, like, you know, we'd had this as an example, SD, we, I told you re redesign the, the front end and it sounded like really great. Obviously it's old, like the new version would be, would be great, which is true if you had never used the product. But if you were an existing customer, you were pissed off and you told us all about it. Got it. So you, so, you didn't have new people yet, but you alienated all your current people. Yeah, exactly. But we, it needed to be done. Like there's no way that like we couldn't just keep an old product. For did you warn years. them or did you just like, Hey, rolled out a no, new. No, no. We told them, but people don't read emails. And, and if they've been uh, using this thing from 2008 for 10 years, then they yeah. like it old. They like it. Yes, that. exactly. So um, moments like that where you just, you know it's painful because your customers are mad at you, but you know like it's the right thing for the business. Uh, in my mind, I'm just like, we just got to get through it. We got to keep going. I know this is the right, right move. I know my customers are pissed at me right now, but I can't, I can't stay in the state that we were in. So, um, yeah, that mantra it's sort of generic and cliche, but it, it is something I think about a lot when I'm when I'm going through a hard time. No, I like it. And I always find one of the reasons I love asking for a quote, I find it really encapsulates the whole conversation, right? So like you figured out at 27 that you didn't want to do the banking, but then it was more than 10 years until you're like, okay, I really figured out what I want to do now. Right. Yeah, so that exactly. like, just yeah. keep going, keep going. Yeah. Cause you're going to get there. Like right yeah. now it doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. That's okay. Just keep going. Cause eventually it will. Yeah, that's true. I didn't connect it that way, but that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, Mark, this has been super fun. Guys, for all of you, check out Minute 7. Reach out to Mark if you want to talk about entrepreneurship or online marketing for SaaS. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you know someone who needs to hear this conversation, either someone who's in their whatever age, right? But specifically people in their late 30s, I find a lot of them get stuck because they're like, well, I'm not young anymore. You know, mm -hmm. I'll never be top 30 under 30 for Forbes. <laughs> Missed that boat. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'll make it to top 40 under 40 because I'm getting real close. And, um, but I'm not old enough yet. So, you know, pass along that encouragement. Really good conversation about online marketing for SaaS. I like all the stuff we discussed and subscribe and we will catch you all next week mark thank you thank you so much Esty. there are a lot of online courses out there and lots of online course academies so when you want to learn something new how do you choose well it depends what you're looking for and if you're looking for the best way to get a premium university level education then edX is your answer with over 100 million course enrollments and 152 global partners, you can learn everything from marketing, my personal favorite, to coding, languages, to management skills, and everything in between. You can pay for edX courses to get the full experience and earn verified certificates. But if all you need is to upgrade your skills or knowledge, many can be audited for free. So I don't know what you're waiting for. I checked out edX as soon as I heard this, and you should go right now, or whenever you're not driving, to sign up at edX with our link, www.edX.org slash breakthrough. That's www.edX.org slash breakthrough to get a special discount and access to incredible learning, certifi certifications, and even degrees. www.edX.org slash breakthrough. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?